Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's Metric US report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Playing podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Marcus Hurley. Wanted to start this off quickly by uh, mentioning a couple of games <laughs> we've not been playing. It's the Not Playing Podcast, after all. Uh, Titanfall 2, uh, I have yeah. not played yet, but uh, it's completely tanked, apparently. Uh, yeah. They put it out like the week after Battlefield, uh, which, which is the dumbest move they could possibly have done. I know, it's mad, isn't it? Um, I don't understand. Considering this is the game that's supposed to save their franchise, yeah, it's like, oh, we had a, we had a good idea for a game, but it wasn't quite finished, and we we don't have any more money to finish it. So we'll wait for the game to sell, and then we'll get a, a slot in which Microsoft will publish or EA will publish. Is it EA? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll publish this for us, but we'll put it out when possibly the biggest Battlefield game ever. Is being released. Apparently, EA's justification for it is that uh, Battlefield's like a tactical game, and Titanfall's like more of a kind of quick fix action game. Um, but that's ridiculous. That's like bringing out your. That's like bringing out a story about a bloke in a sheet running around with doing parlor tricks when Doctor Strange comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> called called Doctor Weird. Yeah. You know? No, I think they it's... would they were desperate to get it out before Call of Duty. Um I would have waited until New Year because I'm looking at the release yeah. slate for like early next year and there's not a lot going on. Especially not like big multiplayer shooters. Um well, I would say they launched it and no one knew it was out. Yeah. The general response I've heard is that people go, oh, it's out already. Yeah. I think everyone expected it to be pushed back because of Battlefield, and then they want to concentrate on Infinite Warfare. Um, and then you've got the end of year sales and stuff. You don't want to bring out a new game then. Yeah. So I would, I would have thought it would have been February 2017. Yeah, I think maybe they were worried because I think the first one came out at a similar time like that, and it didn't do so well. Uh, I think there were other factors involved with it not doing well, like it not having a single-player campaign. And this one does have a mm. single-player campaign. But yeah. 50 quid for six hours? Oh, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was only looking forward to it because I was thinking, oh, my God, for one, they've actually... Well, a lot of things have happened since... I don't understand their mindset. I mean, they all of the world has changed since the first game came out, literally. The landscape has changed. We've got VR... VR's come out. PlayStation VR is a thing. Yeah. Um, Xbox VR is becoming a thing. Crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. It seems and, to be going that way. And you've got the Xbox Play Anywhere. So PC and Xbox people can play together. Yeah. So you've got a unified platform uh, in some respect. So I don't understand why they wouldn't wait a few months and bring it out. It's It just seems like a... 
a bit of a no-brainer because now they've shot themselves in the foot because they've got no sales for it, really. And they're going to have to try and recoup that with some other nonsense, well, like a discounted sale at the start of the year or something. I think at the end of the day, they'll probably still shift a few million copies of it, but and at the and also Battlefield sales will offset the Titanfall sales as far as EA is concerned, but it's not good for the yeah. actual studios developing the games no. um but yeah uh yeah ten thousand concurrent users apparently on pc which is shit for a game that's just come really? out ten thousand that's all yeah uh another game i've not been playing is elite dangerous which just had a massive update um i just can't keep up with it anymore but essentially <laughs> this one allows you to uh have a fighter ship inside your ship uh and you can also now uh do passenger miss- missions and uh i that that's there's okay. some like real big depth in that like you can uh certain uh the people that you actually the passengers themselves have like wants and needs and if like if you fly into danger like they might bugger off when you get to the next starport <laughs> so and they'll and, so yeah so rather than being just a space trucker you could be a space busman yeah basically yeah <laughs> yeah like and they've taken awesome. it really seriously like and they they put loads of like four and deep and depth into it like you have to buy like to have a ship that can take these passengers uh you have to have certain uh grade you, you know if you want to do a, if you want to run a like celebrity or something over to another <laughs> yeah. place you need to have a first class cabin you know so oh, wow. and that costs money so it all it all works out. Oh my god! So it, so you have to have like a certain level of ship. Like some of them won't even go in your ship unless you've got yeah. like a Rolls Royce kind of ship. So uh, <laughs> you turn up an equivalent of the Falcon, they'll just snub you. <laughs> yeah, you've got no chance. I'm not getting in that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's quite good. But anyway, let's talk about some games we have been playing, and a game yeah. that we've both played uh, is Eagle Flight, which uh, you tried yeah. out on the PlayStation VR, right? Yep, I did. Um, courtesy of work, actually. Cool. Uh, it was a nice little demo. Ah. Um, I gotta say, I've, I haven't really had much experience with VR, um, apart from like Game Boy VR way back in the day and a few bits and pieces in London's Trocadero when it was trying to take off and then crashed the bird. <laughs> yeah. And you tried the but, Gear VR on New Year's, I think. Yeah. I did. Yeah. That was, that was a pretty interesting experience. Yeah. I mean, but I gotta say, as a, budget base level spec for vr playstation vr is pretty fun yeah um god knows what i'm going to be like with a oculus or a or a a, a vive 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 Vive. yeah yep uh but eagle flight and the psvr i was i was really getting into that yeah um it just takes you away it just literally you forget you're in a room with like five or six other people and your colleagues and I'm like head bobbing and all that, trying to fly between the legs of an elephant. Yeah. Well, I was finding <laughs> when you... I was playing it that, um, well, first of all, like it's really good sensation of flight. Uh, hmm. I, I previously played um, Amiga Agent, and that was really good. But that uh, that enabled you full control, like so you could stop. Okay. In Eagle Flight, you're always moving, and yeah. so yeah, to basically you're you're at your uh, steering with your head. But I, hmm. I did find the other day as I was playing it, uh, it felt more natural for me to actually move my entire body. So oh. so I ended up doing that after playing it for a few hours. Um, I mean, I've only <laughs> played about two two hours or so. But but the, the remarkable thing about Eagle Flight is what it is 
for my money, the first AAA VR game. It's yeah. it's a fully open world built out like any other Ubisoft game. Uh, apparently, it started off as a team of like three or four people, and then they took that demo to E3, and it did really well. So then they were like, right, okay, the Oculus will be out, PSVR's coming out then, let's team, mm. let's, uh, you know, uh, staff up and make this into a proper Ubisoft game, and they've really done it. It's got like a full-on yeah. single-player game. It's got a 3v3 multiplayer, which is nuts. Yeah. I tried it. The, yeah, you have. Oh. <laughs> I, w- I will say, when I did try it, uh, it's telling how much of an install base VR has, or the Oculus has, because I played one game uh, the night it came out, I think, yeah. and uh, it was like 2v1. So, yeah, I mean, it might have picked up now, but there's not really been a lot mm. of uh, marketing behind this game at all. I think they're they're purely hoping that, you know, it will exist in those storefronts for the various systems. I, I think it's going to, I think when Christmas hits, um, from what I can tell, when it becomes the big thing for Christmas, I think it might be one of those games that gets pushed forwards. Is it actually out for moment, PSVR yet? Uh, no, it's not. I don't think it's out. E- oh. Oh, here we go. Here's be, a re- I'm thinking the end of November. I'm thinking, but yeah, yeah. I think I've, I think they've staggered it because it's not out for Vive yet either. No, I think they're waiting until have it near the end, as close to near the end of uh, the year as possible. Yeah, because that's why you would go for the big toy, isn't it? It's the big thing that households are going to go. It's like, oh my god, let's get let's splash our money on a PlayStation VR or a oculus or whatever probably not an oculus if you're a family yeah but <laughs> yeah it's actually doing quite well on metacritic it's not quite in the green uh but as uh, more mm. uh reviews are coming out it's it's doing better and better um so yeah i'm really interested in I, how well it does I, actually. I, I, I remember thinking that the um the graphical style of it might be an issue because it's a bit cartoony but I was surprised at how quickly that just goes away. You quickly get pulled into this world. And when you're sort of bobbing and weaving and, and doing all sorts, it's just you and this environment all around you. And you just, everything else is just gone. Everything else does not matter. Yeah. It's just you versus all the obstacles, getting how close you can fly along the ground and skim through, see if you can, you know, thread the, little part of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, thread the needle, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah, there's so many crazy, crazy things you can do. And then you've got the whole sort of Star Fox-esque going through the rings, a little challenge and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is quite fun. Um, They really mix it up. Yeah, I've not played the PvP bit, but it sounds nuts because you've got this eagle cry, haven't you, that is a locator and sort of attacking option. Yeah, it's like a very slow-moving sort of projectile. It's like a ring of force that you send out and it just allows you gives it like a more arcadey feel it it it, it i mean it, they could have made the game without it really but it, it's kind of fun mm. to do and because you find like there's there's some missions where you're sort of escorting another e- eagle yeah and you've got other eagles flying in to attack that one and you're like flying mm. around like trying to defend it uh yeah but but it's quite it can be quite weird because the way you sort of have to tilt to turn I, and it's ever so easy to just look around and then tilt and then you find yourself mm. a bit on the piss and i found myself i found <laughs> yeah. myself like because i'm on a swivel chair here playing it and i'm finding that like i'm i'm like round this way and i'm and i turn yeah. take the headset off and i'm like looking at the wall i'm like what the hell happened you know <laughs> that actually happened in the office uh, a few people um were ended up facing the other way completely on the sofa yeah 
<laughs> even though they're still traveling in the same direction, which is a bit odd, but to say the least. Yeah, no, that it, it totally uh, plays off your like flinch reflex. As you're coming mm. close to a tree or whatever, you will instinctively back away from it. And that's what kind of yeah. allows you to do those sort of crazy maneuvers that I don't think you'd be able to do on a controller. No. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, and because it's the time taken for the the thing to go from your brain to your hands, and then your hands to perform that action. Yeah. Whereas if you just, oh, like you say, a flinch response is instant. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it's. I'm curious as to where they take it. I just I just almost think that Nintendo. Um, they really should have taken something like this because I would have loved to have played Star Fox like that. Yeah, well... It would have been amazing. Well, we're talking <laughs> about Nintendo in a bit. Um, you've also been playing uh, Forza Horizon 3, right? How's that working out? I have, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I drive like a lunatic, so I'm probably not the best person to review it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I accidentally found out that you can go through fences and trees and stuff. So, uh, not through trees, you kind of go into trees. Yeah, <laughs> around I them. Decided the short, the best shortcut between two places is through 15 hedges and off a cliff. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I'm probably the worst person. So my avatar, which is, oh yeah, you get an avatar, you get a driver avatar that actually just bombs around when you're not playing it. So if you go online and you see some people, cause I thought my friends were online. Cause I literally was driving along this highway and then, um, I saw two people literally in convoy. I went, that looks like Dave and John spun 180 round, went after them and they were just completely ignoring me. And then I, I, I was chasing them for ages, literally just like across these roads and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Got into work on the Monday. I said, Oh yeah. So how do you enjoy Forza? They weren't on it. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell was I racing? Avatars. Yeah. They're, they're driver tars. That's basically AI that, that's kind yeah. of, uh, tweaked to, behave as your but they do crazy stuff like one of them was literally crashing through fences and stuff (laughs) and i could have swore that it was him (laughs) it's like okay and you're playing yeah no i mean i'm 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 enjoying it i mean uh, it's the same with most driving games i get nowadays i i've got little personal goals um if there's a mustang in there i must acquire the mustang you know it's kind of like the Oculus Lumen from the strain. I must acquire the Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just, um, yeah, it's a, it's a sickness, but there's a couple in there. So I'm working my way up through them. I've sprayed, I've sprayed it green. I've changed the license plate to bullet. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm driving around. Cool. Oh, that's great. And you're playing that on Xbox one. I am. Um, oh, actually I should say graphically, it looks really good. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. You know, yeah. It looks really good. Um, the idea is that I think you set up challenges and stuff and everything else and you're running the festival this time around. I didn't play any of the other Horizon ones, but originally you were just the driver, I think, taking part in it. Whereas now you have to build the festival up. Right. So you drive okay. Different locations, take part in races, build up spectator, uh, points and stuff. And then you op- unlock a new challenge in a new area. Oh. Um, which is quite nice. Um, but. Yeah, the game starts off with launching the festival. You race someone in a jeep, but the jeep is being carried by a helicopter flying through a jungle. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> it's the most insane race I've possibly been in. But anyway, yeah, um, a lot of fun. I'm, I'll keep going back to it. It will be my driving game for a while, I think. 
Yeah, I've heard really good things. Uh, it's on. It's like another one of the cross plays, isn't it? So you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xbox and anywhere. And you can jump it. in and out as well, as and when sort of you invite other people. Cool. Uh, I've been playing uh, Skyrim Special Edition. Uh, I I thought I would <laughs> awesome. see if my save would work because I'm on PC. So I had a save. I was about eighty hours into it. I've done all the mage quests, and uh, I was hoping that the uh my save would port over to the special edition so it did work so hurrah oh nice uh so yeah i've been i played for about i did about 10 hours over the weekend um and uh yeah it's really good it's difficult to tell like how much better it actually looks because you know your eyes are the biggest liars you know uh you you always think you, you know you you always look at old things and go yeah i remember how that looked just like that uh, yeah. when it didn't you know um so yeah apparently like the the lighting is improved i think some of the character models look better um and obviously it cool. just runs like a dream now because my pc's way overpowered for for a 5 year old game uh so but yeah, yeah. i'm i'm deep deep back into skyrim again uh in a big way and uh hopefully maybe this time i'll finish it but it's such a big game <laughs> yeah <laughs> it really is um the only other thing i've been playing is that i uh, got to play a little bit of the beta of gwent which is the card game uh s- similar to hearthstone i suppose uh it's the card game that's in the witcher 3 so what they've done is they've taken what was like a side game thing and made okay. it into its own like half stone free to play yeah. thing nice so yeah i'm checking it out now actually it looks pretty cool yeah they've uh they've they've obviously tarted it up a bit added a few extra a bit like cards with different abilities but the thing that's different to different to in gwent is that it's three rounds and you only have one deck so uh it's all about kind of bluffing mm. um, and sort of trying to. It's it's yeah. like a lot of uh, uh, I don't know how to say it's it's sort of yeah it's like it's it's a bluffing game really and sort of trying to know when to uh, press the advantage or when to hold back um, because obviously it's the best of three so it's interesting if you if you liked it in Witcher um, and you fancy playing that in its own right then definitely give it a look mm. well it's in beta right now so unless you signed up a few months ago you probably won't get in but if you sign up now then there might be a chance when they do the uh, open beta this is a closed beta um, mm. although it's CD Projekt Red so they don't have an NDA they're quite happy f- for people to stream it and talk about it because they're oh, awesome nice. and they know they've got a good product that they've you know They've yeah. got some faith in. So. Well, it's free marketing for them, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely, I mean. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no. if you sign up now, then you might get in the open beta when they roll it out later. But yeah, I've got no idea when it's actually out, but they're doing it exactly the same as all these games that are coming out now. The Elder Scrolls have got one. Um, there's a few other indie ones as well. But um, yeah, it's pretty good. This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about movies and TV on the Not Watching Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast@gmail.com, or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. Find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. 
Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. No food here. My friend, I'm inclined to agree because I suck. You suck. I suck at Call of Duty. Se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia.